the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. Of course, it's Friday, which means we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro. John Perry is joining us, and we will once again be talking mostly on our show about a Popka Blue Darter football. And, of course, we have a big game tonight versus Oak Ridge at home. And this game will, I'd say, most likely, and we'll talk with John about this a little bit later, our, our playoff destiny. In fact, if we win this game versus Oak Ridge, we are, should be set up nicely for a wild card berth in the postseason. Um, of course, we had a you know, brutal loss last week, 35-0 to to Wekaiba. We'll be talking about He's that a little kind. bit as well. And we'll um, talk about the playoff picture scenario. John knows probably as much or more about the playoff scenario than anybody in Florida, and we look forward to getting his wisdom on that. Before we go back to John and to Joe, I want to, of course, let you know that tonight's broad, you know, game, of course, will be right here, broadcast right here on 1520 WBZW online, 1520WBZW.com, and with the 1520WBZW app. And we'll have the pregame at 6.30 and kickoff 7 p.m. from Roger Williams Field on the campus of Apopka High School. And before we go further, I want to let you know about our sponsors for Apopka Blue Rider Football. And they are Baptiste Orthodontics, Rosati's Pizza Pub with locations in Hunt Club and Mount Dora, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens, Community Health Centers, and, of course, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com, and Porky's Apopka. Well, let's go ahead, obviously, and start chronologically and go back to the game, which we talked a lot about um, against Wekaiba. And, uh, you know, John, of course, uh, it's no um, surprise that Wekaiba was a very tough team. You know, as I had said, we were going into the game as underdogs. You had actually, actually picked Wekaiba by three in your column, but obviously I think the surprise for me and a lot of people was just the margin of victory that, you know, the game went from a pretty close game there throughout most of the first half into a game that we had a score of 35 to nothing. Yeah, I I did pick Wakaiba by three, but that five that I had after the three got, it just did get printed. (laughs) Uh, Gosh, I know who's calling that, Uh, you know, Rich Bettison, nobody, uh, you know, uh, the the wildest... uh, Wakaiva mom supporter or dad supporter wouldn't have wouldn't have thought of that. Um, 
just uh, nearly a perfect game from that from Wakaiva. Uh, certainly the opposite from Apopka. Uh, did not play well, um, and frankly, uh, when when Wakaiva punched Apopka in the mouth, Apopka didn't respond, uh, and and that's. You've got to get past that. You've got to respond. You've got to, and I say, punched in the mouth. And, and, and actually, we did have two huge plays that were called back and, and that was, penalties. Yeah, the, that the, would have kept us in the, the game. One, the 65-yard touchdown would have, you know, would that have made a difference emotionally and everything? Maybe so. But you've got to be able to not just wait for the good to happen, but when the bad happens, get back up. Um, you know, and I, I'll. Uh, do my, my you know once once a show Tennessee reference uh, there's you know General Naylin the, the uh, iconic coach of the of Tennessee you know had the maximum maxims and one of them was when the when the brakes go against you put on more steam and that's just an old way of saying get back up when they punch you in the mouth um, and and you know um, life is all about that whether it's trying to figure out how to pay the the power bill or trying to you know, just uh, deal with a situation in, in the house or the family or, or the yard or whatever. It's it's that it's the same idea. You just got to get back up and, and, and tough it out. And, and sometimes, yeah, life beats you. But this is a football game we're talking about. And just get back up and, 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 and give them your best. Don't, don't shrink down from anything. And so that's part of it. Uh, Wakai was just darn good. Uh, we knew that. We knew defensively they were they were very good. They and I can tell you, I've seen enough of them this year, uh, live and on film, uh, to know that they played probably their. I don't think probably played their best game. Now, is it their best capable? Maybe not. Who whoever does that? But um, certainly their their Wakai's defense was just incredible and they they knew what was coming or or they knew the offense they know apopka's offense and they're very good and then if apopka's not playing well or not blocking well then that adds all up together to 35 to nothing now, now i will say this the the wakava offense is what surprised me uh the the quarterback position has not been strong this year for wakava the other night, you look at the numbers uh, for quarterback Larry Preston, and you know he was what six for fourteen, I think. Uh, those, you know, that's less than fifty percent. But three touchdowns, average thirty yards. Completion. Yeah, exactly. Thirty, thirty yards, thirty and a half yards per With completion. Three touchdowns. Right. I mean, he was one for his first eight, I think it was, or first seven, and that one was a seven-yard touchdown pass. That first first touchdown, and that was set up by his fifty-two-yard run down to the six-yard line. They lost a, a yard on the next play. And it's, uh, you know, so Larry Preston, I think, was the difference in terms of at least the score. Yeah. Maybe it's 14 to nothing, 13 to nothing otherwise. But uh, I, I thought he was he was an asset for Wakaiva this uh, last Friday. And that's the way he's got to be for them to win a state championship. And their defense is certainly state championship caliber and maybe beyond. Yeah. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from their front porch at Porky's. John Perry's here. Joe Ferraro's here. We may be joined by Coach. I uh, haven't gotten a confirmation on him uh, on that, but uh, hopefully uh, if he can make it, certainly we'd love to, to have him join us as well as he does most Fridays. Uh, we're talking, of course, about the aftermath of the Week Hybe game right now. I do um, want to mention, though, uh, before we get too depressed about that, Popka's playoffs hopes are still very, very good. In fact, a win tonight, we should be in good shape and with a nice seat as a wild card. So that's something to 
you, we don't want to lose sight of. But, you know, the game was, we did talk so much about the week high of a game, and it was such a big event. Uh, we're going to talk about that game, you know, here on the first part of this, the show. Um, yeah, I agree with you, John. Now, of course, you know, I guess as Coach said, everybody knows Week Hive's defense is, is just, you know, outstanding. That's their calling card. Um, you know, and, and by the way, excellent interview with Coach Rich Bettison last week well, in the Apopka Chief. And then once again, you got some great quotes from him in, in today's edition. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of, of Vince Lombardi. I was watching something on YouTube with Vince Lombardi the other day. Um, and uh, the great Packers coach, of course, and he said, "Yeah, we're not out to fool anybody." <laughs> yeah, he was actually right. talking to the team and said, "On, yeah, we're, we're not looking to fool anybody." Right. And that's kind of the way Bettison comes across. And, and, and it's and it's it's the way a popka does too on offense. I mean, uh, you know, uh, now are they looking to fool somebody with the way that offense works? Well, maybe so a little bit, but in this case, a popka Wakiva or a, a popka anybody they play pretty much every year. No, it's not going to fool them. Um, but but uh, I, I, exactly but, what you know, we we knew they had the great defense and they were right. going to try to work off of that. And but but like you said, I you know, even so, I was surprised to the extent that they completely shut down our running game. You know, I figured we right. would still be able to effectively run enough to be able to just to, to to win, right. to have a close game. But as you said, I think the thing that I'm personally most disappointed in was our pass defense, because certainly from my perspective, and I've been we've been talking about this. I think our pass defense has noticeably improved over the last two years, even this year. I mean, right. they, they played well enough to win a, a great passing team in West Orange. West Orange even beat Week Iva with their passing game. And um, you know, I, w- I, I did not expect their quarterback to, to burn us so badly uh, I, in the passing I game. I agree 110%, Roger. That's what I'm saying. Larry Preston really stepped up his game, and, and Rich Bettison said so after the, the game. And, and I would have liked to have talk to him a little bit more about about that but but he you know Preston was was he was the key I thought I thought Apopka's defense might be able to keep him in the game you move the chains a little bit on offense uh, get a break or two and all of a sudden maybe you win a 13 or 14 to 7 game or something like that uh that was not even a possibility the way Apopka's offense was shut down but more so the way Wakava's offense was able to you know hit the big passing play as you said you know, 30 yards per, per reception uh, completion and, and then uh, have enough running. And that, that opened up a little bit of running. They were able to move the chains, and especially uh, like, in the well, second half. Our defense half. just didn't have a good night. Even so looking at the stats in the Chief you know, that, you, that you compiled, we kind of had 32 rushes, 198 yards rushing. That's six yards a carry. I, you know, I certainly wouldn't have expected that either Yeah, and, and in their you running know, game. And especially like the first, you know, when, when Preston set up that first touchdown, well, he had a 52-yard carry. So, you know, they had a couple. I mean, that was by far the longest run of the game for either team. But, uh, uh, you know, their, their ability to move the chains on offense but then also score touchdowns. And, of course, then the, the final touchdown was – the pick six by Brandon Hill, which uh, you know, that dude's Slicing just yeah. He it was he was he's a pretty good ball player. Uh, I mean, they've got a lot of good that ball play players. That played kind of epit- epitomized the night, I think. You know, yeah. just after that the, was like after your the, explanation point. Yeah, the first play after the best play of the whole the whole it was a forty nine yard pass play, I think. Little and it was a great pass, a perfect pass, and a, a great catch by Akeem Brown to, to even get through the ball. But uh, the ball was where it had to be to keep away from the Wakava defenders. But, you know, he gets caught, doesn't score. Next play, 97 yards going the other way. 
got time for one more question before we go to our next break. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're talking about the aftermath of uh, the Apopka Wekaiba game. We're talking about, in a, later in our show, we'll talk about the upcoming Oak Ridge game tonight, of course, which you can hear right here on 1520 WBZW and the 1520 WBZW app. And we're going to talk a little bit later about the playoff picture for various teams as well, including, of course, Apopka. And as I said before, if we win tonight, we're in great shape as far as making postseason. I want to let you know that our program is sponsored by, and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are supported by Florida Door Solutions. In the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports our local schools, Little League Baseball, and new sports in our Apopka community. To find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company, once again, visit FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLADoor and tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. And, John, just quickly before we go to break, um, got about a minute. You know, one thing that really, really was the nail in the coffin for us was we did have two very excellent plays. Uh, one, we returned the opening kickoff back to their 15-yard line. I think that was Anthony Fielding's. That call got called back by a holding penalty. We wound up on our own 15-yard line to start the game, which is exactly what we kind of wanted and what we did not want. And then we had, you know, Keen Brown had a 65-yard touchdown run when the game was still a game when we were, you know, before they, you know, you know in the first half. And that got called back by a, a penalty. I mean, you know, and you addressed this a little bit here at halftime, but I mean, what what do you make of this, and what do you think? What do you, what, what is coaches' uh, your thoughts on well, on these I, holding penalties? You know, those you know, are, are, I think I mentioned this last week because if I remember correctly, it happened or it was the week. Yeah, we before. talked about it a half. About, about uh, well, you know, Tez Martez Ivy, you know, Popkins' great offensive tackle, who's you know been starting at the University of Florida for quite a while now and in his final year there he was interviewed by uh paul feinbaum on the sec uh on feinbaum show on the sec network and uh he was asking about penalties and holding and whatnot and and Ted says it's only holding if they call it you know or something along they that line you. yeah and so I, a, we you know, get caught a, we get caught a lot yeah obviously and and, and the, bo- both of those situations were as i've described before where it was out in the open uh, the the kickoff obviously there's there's lots of room to see something, and and this the holding they called on the on the touchdown run by Keen Brown, that was out there near right at the point of attack. It wasn't in the interior of the line where they called the holding, and I think both of them are probably good calls. But I've also seen those just ignored and and moved on, you know. Uh, and and sure, it was it was a monster penalty that yeah, kick yeah, that kickoff return that field changed position. the whole minimum of the start of the game right and it, you know, it's a not that we would have won the game anyway but still that just we never were able to get any traction every time we started getting a little traction right. had some huge penalty anyway time for our first break friends we'll be back in just a moment on blue daughter sports central with roger franklin williams live from the front porch at porkies please stay with us it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Great to be with you today. 
It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter, and we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. We'll be sticking around for lunch afterwards. We'd love to see you up here with a great bunch of Blue Darters and a great bunch of Central Floridians. Before we go back to John Perry and John Ferraro, for, uh, <laughs> Joe Ferraro, I want to let you know about a pop, our friends over at Popka Moore Equipment Repair. The first thing I want to let you know is that they're owned by former Blue Darter baseball player Mike Martin. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair is pleased to sponsor a Popka Blue Rider football broadcast this fall on 1520 WBZW. A Popka Moore and Equipment Repair is your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka area, also Lake County and South Seminole County areas as well, and West Orange County. Apopka Moore carries the best brands in the industry, Skag, Echo, Shindewa, and Toro. Come see their impressive brand-new showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail between the 429 and Plymouth Sorrento Road on the north side of town. Family-owned and operated, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and fix the rest. Find out more at apopkamoorrepair.com. And before we go, you know, once again, gives me another chance to remind you that the game tonight versus Oak Ridge, which is huge. Again, don't want to overhype it, but if we win, we make postseason. Um, and most likely we'll get a nice uh, wild card seed uh, in postseason. Um, and we can hear everything right here on 1520 WBZW. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff 7 p.m. from Roger Williams Field on the campus of Apopka High School. We play the visiting Oak Ridge Pioneers, who come in at six and three, and if I'm not, I think they still got a shot at the playoffs, so they're going to certainly be motivated. And I do want to let you know that you can hear it streaming on 1520wbcw.com and with the 1520wbcw app. And along those lines, you know, Joe and John, I was speaking with Christine Moore earlier today. Well, Joe and I were actually, and uh, she broke her arm on the way of the game had to go to the emergency room and she listened to the game the Apopka Week Hive game on her phone from the emergency room so I definitely want to continue to emphasize that you, you not just over the air on the radio you can hear us online from anywhere you might be including the emergency room that's right and you know John let's talk you want to get into Oak Ridge and playoff scenario uh, but, um, but a couple more questions about the, the Week Hive game where do you? How do you think the the team is recovering? You know, how do you think we're going to be able to put this behind us? And well, that's you know. I think that's a key. Honestly, and I wrote this in my column this week. I think for both teams, the Popka cannot let Wakava de- defeat them tonight. And, 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 that's and, great. And, that's a great point. And and, and, and Wakava cannot expect to just waltz over Lake Nona because they did a Popka. Uh, so you know, Lake Nona, of course, is a completely different offense. It's a passing offense, but. I don't think they're as good this year. Lake Nona, after Wakava beat Apopka last year, Lake Nona scored 33 or 34 points on Wakava last year, which was, you know, even unheard of last year. And so, you know, Wakava's offense was able to put 46 points, if I remember correctly, last year. So what I'm saying is that lingering thing, there's been there's been a lot better, you know, teams and teams that are a lot more mature, like college and, and pro teams, that just can't get over a, a – a massive loss or a very emotional loss or a very emotional victory. And, uh, you know, both teams are, have to be that, that way. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the whole key, I, Roger. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, who knows what lurks in the minds of 16-, 17-year-olds. 
I mean, we, we can guess, but in terms of emotional. Some of you can't say on the air. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I had to, you know. Well, we all do know, but because uh, we were all there at, at one time, at least uh, if you're older than that. So, um, but, but, you know, in terms of trying to trying to bounce back and, and make sense of, of, of what's going on, uh, you know, uh, at six and three, it's not so horrible. But thirty after a thirty-five to nothing loss, that's going to take some time, and and it, it it has to take no more time. I mean, it needs to be done. It needed to be by, done by, by seven Monday. p.m. tonight. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, but you needed to be done by Monday when, before at practice. Least, yeah. uh, you know, it might take a little bit longer, but uh, you know, there's there's a couple couple kids out. You know, maybe kind of transitioning to to. Uh, to uh, the the game tonight, uh, you know, Popka's got uh, uh, Jalen Carter's out with a broken hand, um, you know, broken Gosh. bone in his hand. He, it happened last week uh, during the game uh, at Wakiva, and uh, and then Cornelius Williams has has left the team voluntarily, uh, and so uh, you know, I'm not sure how all that works with, and, and then uh, the other uh, Kennehoot, the the other blind back is is. Uh, I guess his status is up in the air, let's just say. Uh, but I don't think he's going to play tonight. Um, you know, so we'll see how it all works out between the injuries and, and some of the uh, other stuff going on. It's it, this Apopka team's got its backs up against the wall, and uh, and certainly just to, to keep the playoff streak alive. Um, you know, if if Apopka wins. Uh, based on the numbers and everything, if Apopka wins tonight, there, there certainly will be the five seed. Uh, if Apopka, and that's the best. That's the best wild card right. spot. Right. Uh, you know, you might could argue that it wouldn't be, but because Th- theoretically, right? well, on paper, right? be, yes, it is because Wakaba's the one, and the one plays the eight, then the four plays the five. The winners of those two play the next round. So I, uh, you know, but eventually you're gonna have to play them uh, if if you're in the playoffs. Uh, you know, you, you figure that uh, the one seed, they're going to be able to get their, their act together and, and certainly keep keep their situation going. So, uh, but, of course, you never know. But uh, anyway, I, so I, I think a pop goal will be the five seed, clearly, if if they're able to defeat Oak Ridge tonight. However, frankly, I think a pop goes in no matter what. Um, you know, the, the, the because of Oak Ridge's 6-3 and three record, now six and three records are, are can be made differently, and, and we can talk about that in a minute. But uh, six and three Oak Ridge's record, you beat them, they're six and four. They're a two tier, a, a tier two team in terms of the playoffs. You get uh, what would that be? For, and because they were used to be, a, they were a playoff team that one time, forty eight points. Whereas if they're if you lose to them, you get uh, thirty three. I think it would be. Um, Anyway, Popka's numbers, power ranking right now, power average is forty-one even. And, and if I'm not mistaken, we're, we're still third right. in the region, right? In, in the power rankings, yeah, yeah, which is it, amazing. Yeah, it, and it's um, you know, Wakava's one, Mandar- Jacksonville Mandarins two, but they they're a district winner. They won District One. Uh, you know, assuming the, there's four games tonight that would allow a Popka. If they come out of Popka's way, they would allow Popka to be a uh, to be the district champ. Believe it or not, uh, Wakava has to lose. Uh, um, Popka has to win. Boone has to beat Edgewater, and Okoye has to beat West Orange. The so, chances so, so if all the underdogs win, 
so you you know it's the old so you're saying there's a chance well yeah there's also a chance of lots of things happening but you know we have Snowy. to assume that not all four games are going to come out like that so anyway uh, but uh, you know a loss by Popka might drop him down and to a six or maybe even a seven seed. Uh, that probably wouldn't be the worst thing in terms of the bracket. But, you know, you don't want to do that. Um, you want to go out and you want to play and, and uh, you want to win. You want to get your act together uh, because if they lose tonight, then that just that tells me there's something that, that they haven't gotten over that and that, that might, the first round would, might be the, the last round. Uh, for the Apopka football team. so And we definitely yeah. don't want that. No. I mean, you want to keep playing. You want to keep winning. And, uh, you know, I, I'd i love nothing more than to, if I was a Popka, I'd love nothing more than a second-round matchup with with Absolutely. I'm looking forward to playing them I again, mean, 35 actually. 35 to nothing. That's right. No yeah. matter. And, and they played probably the best game they can play. So, you know, no, I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd love to play them again. So you, you have to assume that Wakaiva's the one seed, going to be the one seed, Mandarin the two. Winter Park the three and Oviedo the four. That's the way it is right now, and that's probably the way things are going to stay. I mean, you, you never know. Lake Mary, Winter Park has to play Lake Mary, a decent team. Uh, Lake Mary's had enough. They won a, who was it they beat early in the season? Uh, Palm Bay Heritage, I think. And Heritage, that's the only game they've lost all season. So, uh, But, you know, getting back to, and I mentioned it briefly, getting back to the Oak Ridge's 6-3 and three record and the Pockets 6-3 and three record, uh, and I put this in, in my column this week, and I don't remember the numbers exactly, uh, but Apopka's uh, six victories have come against teams that have overall winning records. I mean, through you, they add up, and it's it's a decent amount above 500 when you combine them. It's quite the opposite. It's about uh, Oak Ridge's opponents that they have beaten have uh, won about 25% of their games. I think 10 and 39 or something. It's just some ridiculous number. Uh, Oak Ridge is not a bad football team. I'm not saying that at all. But uh, they've lost to a team from Colorado. They lost to Jones and they lost to Dr. Phillips. Of course, Popka beat Dr. Phillips, what was that, uh, 38-7 or whatever it was, something like that. And, uh, you know, I just think the caliber of competition that the two teams have played is vastly different, and uh, Oak Ridge will be able to pop a thing or two, I would think. But uh, and, and defensively, they, they're going to have athletes all over the field. It's just trying to trying to get it to to where things are correlated. You, you may see the the old Emory and Henry uh, thing uh, formation, where it's like three different sets. Oh, you know, off, two or three offensive linemen on the left side split out several yards like around the hash mark on each hash mark and then balls in the middle of the field and two or th- you know the quarterback and a couple offensive linemen there and and it's just really weird looking it makes the single wing look normal and so um you know there's they do that they like to do that um they they've done it i've seen them do it uh, against timber creek they did it on extra points and they were able to I think they scored the two-point conversion every time they ran it out of that. So, um, and that was a, a pretty good victory they had, about a 30-point victory or so they had over Timber Creek, who's who's obviously normally a pretty decent team, but down this year. Um, so Oak Ridge has got athletes. They'll put up some points tonight, I'm sure. Uh, we'll see how Fapopka's uh, ailing offense, and I mean that, and I don't mean that because of last week's game. I mean because of, of injuries and uh the 
a couple of defections uh, that they may be. Uh, we'll see how it, how it goes and if the Apopkoffins can bounce back and uh, at least get close to its former self. Well, I believe I saw Coach pulling in a moment ago. Why don't we take our break just a little bit early? You're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. Before you go to we break, I want to let you know that Rosati's Pizza Pub in Hunt Club and also on Highway 441 in Mount Dora is a great place to hang out with friends and family and enjoy great Chicago-style pizza in a cozy neighborhood environment. It's also a great place to celebrate every Blue Darter victory. Get over to Brazzati's and tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. And as I said before, they're located in Hunt Club, right next, right down from Publix, and on Highway 441 in Mount Dora at Donnelly. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Before we go back to John and Joe, and now Coach is joining us, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central and Apopka Blue Darter Football Broadcast are supported by Community Health Centers. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for the Apopka community. Now we're pleased to be joined by Coach Darlington. Great to see you, Coach. Hi, Roger. You know, obviously we're talking about the game versus Wekaiva, and then we're talking about, of course, the upcoming game tonight versus Oak Ridge, um, in which, you know, obviously we, we win. We're in great shape for the postseason once again. Um, but as far with Wekaiva, I just wanted to – the question about that one is, you know, obviously we all – everybody knew they were going to be a tough team coming in. You know, the game was competitive there for most of the first half score-wise. Where did you see things, you know, getting getting out of hand in terms of the score, eventual score? I, I, I don't know if there was a certain point. It just seemed like kind of steady. You know, they went up 7, then 13, then 21, I think it was. You know, but – you know, the opening kickoff, we ran it all the way back inside their territory, and that got called back. And so then, you know, the field kind of got flipped right then, and we knew field position was going to be vital, and we never could get out of our end of the field, and we kept giving them a somewhat of a short field. And then another thing I remember telling you last week was we couldn't give up big plays in the passing game, and we did that. Um, they ran the ball, you know, not as effectively as they normally do, but they did have some big runs in the running game. And then, uh, you know, we just never got anything going on offense. And so, you know, I just think it was there was really nothing for us and everything for them. And, you know, they're, they're a more talented team than, than we are. And and, and they, they, they played better. They coached better. And just in every way, they beat us. So certainly no excuses on our part. Now, one time when it was still, you know, a, a game, if you will, competitive in the first half, you know, you talked about the opening kickoff that got called back, which was huge. You know, instead of us being on their 15, we're back on our 15. And then we had a, a touchdown run, about 65 yards, um, call back, both by holding penalties. You know, what, what, do you, what do you make of those? I mean, do you think those were those good calls? I mean, what, what are we doing there to, to, to get those penalties? I guess we're holding. <laughs> But, but you think with that, 
But you see, as a discipline thing, or just a you know. A... Um. <laughs> no, I think it's a judgment call by the official, and I don't know if I've ever agreed with a penalty period against us. <laughs> so, does any coach? Yep, you got us on that one. No, I, I think it was a judgment called by the official, and so I don't think it's a lack of discipline on our part. I've never heard that about our team before. I mean, that's in 17 years I've heard a lot of stuff. Never heard that one, so that's new. No, um, looking at well, no, no. That one thing that you've talked about us with us in the past is at this time of year, and you talked about the 2012, 13, 14 teams. You've, you've said that you've, you had a feeling, strong feeling, those teams were going to do well in the postseason because, you know, at this time of year, everybody's beat up, they're tired. There's a kind of extra – those guys still were highly competitive, highly motivated, enthusiastic at practice. Um, how do you assess the, where, the, where the teams are now I don't really at, at think practice? that matters right now. This is not those teams. They're, the talent differential is startling. Um, and when you add the injuries into the situation, we're playing with guys, especially on offense, that are – you know, we, we've lost, you know, maybe our most four talented players, you know, at, from various stages for the year, for multiple games. So, you know, I don't think it's a, a matter of how we practice. I think we practiced absolutely awesome the week that Mandarin beat us. And I thought we practiced great last week and Wakaiva beat us. So practice with this team doesn't correlate into Friday nights. Um and so as far as their attitude goes and this and that, I don't really put a lot of stock in it, you know, but uh, really it comes down to uh, not the X's and the O's sometimes, but the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And uh, right now, you know, with all of our guys as beat up as they are, it's been it's been tough to, uh, you know, be as talented on offense, as as effective on offense as we, as we need to be. Defensively, we haven't dealt with the injuries. We just dealt with a lot of experience. We're starting two freshman linebackers. I'm sure that's never been done at Apopka High School before. We got a freshman corner. We got a sophomore safety. So, you know, we've only got two guys playing on defense that played last year in any capacity at all. So, very green defense. Obviously, it's grown up a lot and has played some good games um, and has played a couple bad games. You know, so, you know, but defense has not been affected by injuries hardly at all, whereas offense has just been decimated with injuries from the get go, you know, from the beginning of the year on. So it's a little bit of a related question, but you know, obviously we've never you know, lost 35 you know, points since you've been coaching Apopka. What, it's a new experience for the guys. What do you do to get them to move forward? Or move on, you put this in the past? Well, I don't think we coach. One thing I've learned, because we've always had teams that are able to deal with losses at some point during the year and then make playoff runs, turnarounds, if you'd say. And I think that you don't really coach them a lot different when you're winning or when you're losing. I think you have to be the same coach and do things the same way. And that doesn't mean you don't look at correct mistakes, but you don't just drastically abandon what you believe in, the way you practice or the way you treat young people. I don't think you can, you know, be hard and nasty when you're losing and be sweet and smiles when you're winning. I think you have to be consistent. And I think that's why, you know, we haven't been able to do – well in the postseason some years is because even though we lost some games during the season, we just kind of continued to believe and continued to, you know, plod on I guess you'd say, and and eventually it gets turned the right direction, so 
I don't know there's a lot that you do, you know. I mean, you look at the mistakes and you try to correct them, but it's not difficult to surmise why they're throwing the ball over our head for touchdowns or why we're not, you know, running the ball on this play effectively or whatever. So it's not like, oh, my gosh, didn't see that coming. You know, you can kind of see what happens. Now, looking ahead to Oak Ridge, of course, since you've been our coach, we've made the playoffs every single year, which to more, you know newer generations of Blue Darters, they might take that for granted. <laughs> old, old school Blue Darters like John and I do not take it for granted. Um, but, you know, the game against Oak Ridge, of course, thanks to the point system, you know, in our tough schedule um, and the success we've had, we're, in, we're, lo- we're looking good at the moment in the point system for postseason. And if we went, beat Oak Ridge tonight, we, we're most likely we're, we're in. What what can you tell us about about the Oak Ridge team we're going to play tonight? They're very uh, talented, very fast. Oak Ridge is always fast. Um, you know, I think they play hard. They've given us problems before. You know, they've beaten us. They beat us in the playoffs in 2010, was it, John, I think? Uh, that 11, sounds about. 10, 2010. Yeah, it wasn't 11. They beat us in the first round by about 20 points. Yeah. And, it, it, and then yeah. the opening game of 2014, which we won state, they beat us that game. So they've beaten us some games, and, you know, they've got a lot of talent. You know, um, so I know they'll – and I believe they're playing for a playoff spot. They've got a win to get in. So they'll come over hungry, and it's a playoff game for them. So, you know, I, I think it'll be a tough game, much tougher than we'd like it to be, but I'm sure it's going to be a battle. And if I remember correctly from last year, they threw the ball a lot. I think they threw it almost every play last year. Are you expecting that, that from them again? And They definitely like to throw it around, sure. I noticed they do run some option out of that, that uh, with the – out of the – was it the two back set or one back set where they they, they just I mean it looks just like an old fashioned option play they, but yeah. yeah you mentioned yeah obviously as we know following the, the season we had a, a lot of guys injured John was just telling me that Jalen Carter has broke broke his hand and against he, Wakaba, right. he, he's out is he out tonight he, he's out yeah and what are some things you do to to adapt you know to the point we're in now with with all the guys we've lost due to injury. He's yeah, got to play the line, running backs, the whole. He's got to play the next guy. I mean, you can't totally change your offense because one guy goes out. Because the backup, you know, they're they're uh, they know the offense you've been running, so you can't just like so. Well, we're not going to do that anymore and try to come up with a new offense every week because of injuries. So, in terms of the playoff picture, how do you like this new format? I like it a lot. I, I think that obviously last year it saved us because we'd been in as a runner-up several times in one state. Yeah, whereas like last, year, last year, yeah, last year <laughs> we would not have been the runner-up, and so we would have been out of the playoffs. I know West Orange hated it because they were the runner-up; they were out. Um, and then this year, you know, I think we're all a little bit disappointed with the three losses, but we're still third in the region in points because of our schedule, and so that's good. Um, I think it keeps it interesting, especially late in the year. You know, from the once they start announcing the things, whenever it is, week six, seven, whatever. I mean, you're watching every game and you're looking forward to seeing the points on Tuesday. And so, I think it keeps it interesting. Whereas in the old days, you know, if you're in a 
three or four team district, you know pretty early if you're going to be in the playoffs or not. Then the rest of the season, those games don't really matter. Whereas now every game matters. So I really like it. I think, and I'm not just saying that because we've been a beneficiary of it. I think that for high school football, it keeps it interesting, and every game does really matter. You're not just saying that, and people are keeping up with it throughout the year to see, you know, how your opponents are doing. You want your opponents to win. So I think it's a, it's a good system. And, again, when I was hearing all the stuff about them overhauling it and using max prep rankings and all that, I'm going, no, I mean, you finally got something right here. Keep it going. So I think it's a good system. Looking back to last week, are, are there some things that you can take from last week to help us I make a better I think we need team? to stop looking back at last week. We got our heads beat in. We discussed it. We got zero points, almost zero yards. We gave up a lot. You've asked about all the questions you can ask about how we can fix it. We need to that go. Was, out, that was the last one. We need one, to go actually. out and play the next game. There's no, there's no great secret I'm about to reveal about why it happened. We got beat. We got pounded. They're the better team. Spanked. Next game. Yeah, well, I was asking basically what, what we could learn, but but yeah, I, you can I, learn I, that I, we I got our it. heads beat. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what, what can we learn? Philosophical questions here. Well, we're, we're up on our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk to Coach. We'll focus on Oak Ridge yeah, and, and we're the not, upcoming we're not, we're not talking season. about that anymore. <laughs> One question would have sufficed. If you uh, if you missed the uh, discussion in week, Kaiba, well, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, in the past now. Yeah. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, before we go back go to break, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sport Central is and Blue Darter Football on 1520 WBCW is su- supported by Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens. Highland Funeral Home takes great pride in the options that they offer to families of our veterans. Do you have an immediate need? Call 407-869-1188, 24 hours a day. That's Highland Funeral Home and Memory Gardens. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central on Apopka's hometown radio station, 1520 WBZW. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Pleased to be joined by Coach Darlington. John Perry's here. Of course, Joe Ferraro's here as well. Also, want to let you know that Joe and I will be joining Debbie Turner, Debbie O'Brien, on the Our Hometown program tonight at three. Talk Blue Darter football. That's right, Debbie O'Brien. And I'm actually hoping that our friend Mike Martin will be able to, to join us as well. Maybe even come over to the station from Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And of course, Mike's a former Blue Darter baseball player. Before we go back to Coach and John, and I want to let you know that Blue Darter. Football on 1520 WBCW is sponsored and supported by Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. If you or a loved one are missing precious moments due to poor hearing, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology can help you and your loved one or your loved one get those moments back. Visit centralfloridaaudiology.com and schedule your appointment and start hearing better today. And of course, Dr. Amy Davis is a second-generation Apopka Blue Darter, and Carol Robinson, who is the office manager at Central Florida Audiology, is a Blue Darter as well. Now, back to John and Coach and Joe. And, you know, Coach, one of the kind of, I would say, use the term exciting things about this time of season is, you know, you bring up players from the JV, you bring even some players from the freshman team, and uh, 
can you tell us a little bit some, some of the guys that, that are going to be joining the ranks and that you're excited about? Yeah, no, I think that's a good question. But uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> We've had we have uh, our own we have our own rating we have our own right. rating system here. Checkmark. <laughs> but we we've had two freshmen start the whole year for us on defense. Nakai Martinez at corner and Josiah Robinson at linebacker and Travion Barnes has been starting for about a month now at linebacker. So he's another freshman. So we're starting three freshmen on defense, and then we brought up some JV guys and uh, Ben Judd will start tonight at wingback. It's good to see him get a chance. Um, some other guys that I think have got potential for the future, uh, Felix Barrington. No, not Barrington. Is Barrington? I don't know his name. You got the roster? His not name's Felix. <laughs> There's a freshman named Felix. He's a big receiver. I think he's got some good potential. There's a, uh, a young defensive back, uh, Andre Phillips, that we think might be a free safety type guy next year. Um there's a there's a defensive end linebacker named Jose Doralis that's really given a great look in practice. So again, we bring these guys up, we put them on the scout team, and just kind of grade them every day and see how they do. And and if we have over 60 guys, you only dress 60 for the playoffs. We take the top 60, and so we grade the scout team. So like the bottom four or five don't get to dress, and so um, that makes for good competition in practice. But we definitely have had uh, had some guys that we brought up that are going to be hopefully good for the future. Barrington. It's Felix, Felix Barrington. Barrington yeah. yeah. Felix Barrington is receiver. So, again, there's some guys that by moving them up, we're able to take a look at them and hopefully get them ready for next year. And, uh, John, you have a question or comment for Coach? No, just uh, looking at, at the different uh, – the different ways you can get i mean you know we we have talked some this week i guess about the seating and that type of thing but uh uh the five seed is looking pretty strong for you right now and i know that would probably if you win that would probably create a, a second round matchup against wakiva again i i mean not that you want to look at look forward to playing wakiva or any team really in the playoffs but uh any any idea of whether you guys would would how would they would respond to that type of matchup? I mean, well, I'm assuming. I mean, if, if we win, we assume they'll win. I right. Mean, we don't think they're going to lose. No. So we really haven't. We, we can't look ahead. You right. Know, we're not looking ahead to the first round of the playoffs. We're not looking ahead to that. Certainly, we're just looking at at Oak Ridge. And so if it gets to the place that we win tonight and we win next week, you know, then we can take a look at, you know, the second round and prepare for it that way. So. I'm not one to look too far ahead, you know, especially with a team that's somewhat as uh, fragile as ours. So I think we better just look at the one tonight. Got one more question, but um, this is another one of those open-ended questions, but is there anything else you'd like to say about Oak Ridge Ridge or the Oak Ridge game specifically? Well, it's senior night, and we have 12 seniors, and so, you know, it's their last time probably going to play. At that field, Roger Williams Field, and so you know that's that's a big thing for them. That's always an emotional night for those guys. So, um, and then again, it's our last home game, and hopefully we'll get a crowd. You know, I know last week kind of dampened people's enthusiasm, but our guys just to be out there playing hard. So, you know, it's a it's a big game. You know, you don't want to lose this one going to the playoff with another loss. You know, that would be three out of the last four games we would have lost. So we want to get a little momentum going in. And Oak Ridge is they're a playoff-type team. I mean, I can see them being right there in the mix, you know, just as good as, as anybody over on our some of the people on our schedule. So it's going to be a tough game, I'm sure. And 
the quite we guess we got about a minute or so is um observing you and we've talked about it off the air is you're put a big emphasis on intangibles you know the aspects of intangibles and how important they are to win can you just address that for moment as, as we close out well yeah I, I think you have to buy in to what you're doing and different coaching staffs do things different ways and we do things a little different way and when guys buy in it's obviously been a successful way of doing things for a long time but if they don't buy in if they resist it well the team's probably not gonna be as successful as you want it to be so yeah i think buy-in and belief and confidence are are, are big and uh, those things change every year with each group of teams because every team's different. Every group of individuals is different as they try to become a team. And, you know, you've got some leaders and hopefully a bunch of followers and not too many dissenters. And so every year is kind of an adventure there. Never, you never really solve it. You never really feel like, oh, we've got the equation. And the equation changes every year because the variables change every year. So it makes it interesting and exciting. We've got an ex- exciting one tonight. Oak Ridge playoffs ahead. A lot to think about. You know, we've always had that, Coach Darling's always had that next man up culture, and I think that's a big big part of it. Anyway, Coach, thanks for joining us. John, thank you. Thank you, Roger. Joe, we'll be having lunch. Come on up and join us at Porky's on the front porch. Of course, you can hear the game tonight right here on 1520 WBZW and with the 1520 WBZW app. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.